just stand and worship? Yeah, Lord, we love getting to gather together. Would we never forget just the gift it is and the joy that it, it can be when your people can come together, when we can worship you together and enjoy the gifts that every person brings that we don't have or that only are, are found when we're all gathered together. Thank you for that joy. Would, you, uh, would we bless you with our worship to you today? In Jesus' name.
Let's continue to worship the Lord by praying the ancient prayer that he gave us. We'll pray this together. We pray this every morning. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Thank you.
Well, forgive me for being a little ruckus this morning. I'm ruckus about this guy named Jesus. You know, I watched those OU Sooner girls who are 54 and 1. Vic went and watched the uh, Eagles last night win 15 12. Vic, was that crowd ruckus? Man, if they're ruckus for these temporal things, I can be ruckus for Jesus without asking forgiveness. Um, you can sit down for a second. Um, how many of you got to hear or be around Max and Sydney the last couple of weeks? Anybody get to hear them? You know, I got to pray with them a couple times, and really, it was like a cool water of drink, a cold slap in the face, a bucket of ice water over my head, and a kick in my butt at the same time. I tell Anna Mae, it reminded me in my younger days of being around Keith Green. Anybody ever hear a guy named Keith Green? We used to say about Keith, he was an eternal rebuke, a walking rebuke to half-hearted Christianity. You know? And, and truth be told, isn't that what keeps most non-believers and young people away from the church? They see half-hearted Christianity. So we were praying one morning, a um, couple of morning, couple days ago with Sydney, and she just dropped this line: um, "The most beautiful form of worship is obedience." And boy, that just hit me like, oh man, obedience! I struggle, you know. And then Guile preaches his sermon last week. He did kind of an intro for us on worship. And he does the what? Why? 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 But he ends up with how? How do we worship? Okay. What are the six things, John? What? Why? Who? When? Where? How? So when he gets the how, he says we worship by the way we live, right? But I love the way he followed it up because here's the follow-up. Here's the punchline. We take communion and we say, the cross is enough. Jesus is enough. I got some bad teaching when I first became a Christian and the teaching kind of left me with, I'm the one who's responsible for my transformation. You know, truth be told, I can't transform anything. I, I cannot do any good. I'm like Abraham and Sarah at 100 years old being asked to have babies. I have no potential, no power. That's where I end up with my own salvation, my own transformation. transformation. What if this whole salvation thing, it's not just a topical salve what if it's stepping into a bigger picture of participating in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus and being able to live the kingdom of heaven now in our midst like it's being lived in heaven? What if it's I can't transform anything, I am under transformation? I'm under his transformation. 
I'm just a participant submitting myself to him. I hate the bumper sticker that says, I'm not perfect, I'm just forgiven. Because usually that's the person who cuts you off in traffic and that's what's on their bumper sticker, right? I, I was telling the guys this morning, um, it's like the last testing ground of your Christianity, are you really following Jesus, is what happens when you get behind the wheel, right? What goes through your mind when you see that idiot and what he's doing and the names you call him in your mind? What goes on there? Oh, I've always, we have this runny discussion about my driving. You know, am I submitting to Jesus? So here's the problem. Um, humility is not a fruit of the Spirit. Humility is our choice in submitting ourselves to Jesus and allowing Him to transform us. So, man, I'm singing it out this morning that I am under His transformation. A good friend of mine, Tom Moan, who was a mentor for years, uh, used to say, Man, I just can't live the Christian life. I can't do it. I can't do it on my own. I need Him. And we need each other too. I'm needy. We need each other. Christianity, following Jesus, is not an individual sport. It's a what kind of sport, Anna? You say it all the time. It's a team sport. I need a team to belong to, whether it's a small team, a big team. I need a team. I need people around me to help me and support me. So, praise God. Praise God that He has put His Holy Spirit within us. He has given us a way. He has made a way for us. It's not up to me. I'll just be real candid here for a moment. Um, you know, I survived sexual abuse as a, as a young young boy. And it kind of marked me for a long time. And my life was gauged by how well am I managing these issues in my life? How well am I doing? How good am I doing? How am I being transformed? And it's just such a dramatic thing for me to worship over. That in Jesus, I no longer am a slave to sin and death. I have been set free and you can be set free of anything. There's nothing you cannot be set free of. Because He is always enough. So we thank you for that this morning, Lord. This crowd can get ruckus just like that baseball game. We have no issue in saying we love you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. Your love is the question and the answer. You are everything. We love you, Lord. Okay, get ruckus and hum somebody's neck. Tell them welcome to Believers.